We actually have audio this week, baby. Hell yes. Yeah, we apologize for that. Both even Emily and I were like, damn, we cannot listen. But it sucked because yeah. the content was so good. It sucked. It really sucked. And I'm sorry about that. And that's something that I will never do again. Like it, like that one time the camera went out. Yeah. Like, that's how I felt about this. Like, I'm like, I'm never going to do that again. Yeah. We, <laughs> we like revamped our setup on the side so that Emily could like actually see. And like, even I can see the computer yeah, yeah, yeah. and make sure like we're still rolling. <laughs> We don't know what happened. I truly don't know what happened. I'm assuming somehow I just like either double tapped it or this input came undone or something. That or like I don't know if like our cords because our cords are heavy. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if like one of us just like moved it and it like was the right yeah. right touch. It was that G spot of that keypad. And it said, oh, yeah, you're done. Yeah. The big O. <laughs> the big O. <laughs> no, you don't have your recording. <laughs> The big, oh, you thought this was recording the whole time? Psych, bitch. Oh, you thought (laughs) wrong. But anywho, we are back. We have mics. Yeah. Hopefully all as well. Yeah, so fingers crossed this week. Yeah. We'll see what happens. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to Society 97. I'm Kellen. And I'm Emily. And let's get into another episode. So I guess like we could just dive right into this week's topic. <laughs> yeah. So this week we like, it's more of a structured episode, I guess. I mean, with a theme. But um, this week we have an actual theme and it is a, uh, disappointing your parents. Yeah. <laughs> Which the thing is, and it's funny, like I was actually talking to my sister about this yesterday. When does that stop? Like, when does the feeling like of the like guilt almost? The, yeah, like the guilt of like disappointing your parents like stop because it is not stopped when they for me. die. Like, I hate to say that, but I feel like it will never stop until until they're like not even of this earth. And I feel like even then, yeah. you still are going to be like, oh, would my mom or would my dad like me to do that? Yeah, no, I can agree to that because so my mom, like, she always felt guilty that she wouldn't go see her parents now. So I feel like mm-hmm. there's like always like some sort of guilt you have around your parents. Yeah, like, and not which that- is kind of crazy because like to think about it, like mm, you didn't get to choose to like be brought into this world right but then so the rest like, of your life you I live know, guilt, like you I live know. like under the like i don't know like this like umbrella of like do i tell them do i not mm-hmm. like i pay my own bills now like i live a whole yeah. separate life but like literally like today i got a fridge and i was like i guess i should tell them yeah like <laughs> yeah i feel like we should start from like early experiences because this whole like disappointing your parents you know i think because i don't know if your parents ever told you this it's like i'm not mad i'm just disappointed that was almost the worst thing that you could ever hear from your parents because it was like i would rather you just be pissed off than tell me that you're disappointed in me yeah they never really said that to me I'm sure my sister, because my sister, like, was a rebel for no fucking reason. Mm -hmm. Like, my parents are pretty fucking chill, and she would still, like, do shady shit. And, like, so I'm sure that she got that. Yeah. But, like, actually, I know this bitch got it. But also, like, you have to think about this, too, because, like, I think about that, like, with my older brother as well. And, like, even with my younger brother, because even though, like, me and my younger brother are only two years apart, my parents were so much more lax on him than they were me. Yeah. And so, like, I feel like, yeah, she might have been like a little bit more like rebellious or whatever. But at the same time, by the time they get to you, a lot of that probably like, you know, rules or whatever that they had in place. They're probably like, I don't really give a fuck anymore. Yeah. Like, you know, it's not like that's like how my older brother was because he would always like tell me shit about like his rules and stuff growing up. And I was like, that fucking sucks. Yeah. But like my sister would do it in in. OK, perfect to this. My sister would do stuff trying to not to disappoint my parents like the one time um she was supposed to be at work Mm -hmm. and she ended up getting someone to cover her shift she was a lifeguard at the time at the lincoln park pool we loved that place but she got someone to cover her shift so she could drive like 30 45 minutes to the tanger outlets to buy a coach purse Mm -hmm. and i was her accomplice yeah i went with her it was like this white sparkly coach purse Mm -hmm. that like she ended up not wanting anymore when she like left high school. And then I used it for like ever. And like, she didn't want my parents to find out about it. Cause she was like, I don't want to disappoint them. And like that I took off of work to go do yeah, this. Yeah. And spent my money on this or whatever. When I could have been making money. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. she didn't want that. But then 
that's how she could have a car because mm-hmm. like my parents didn't let us have cars like right away like, just because like we turned 16 like we didn't get cars and yeah we'd, like prove to them that we were like responsible enough to mm-hmm. have a car so like at the time we were sharing or she might have just got her own car i think so it was like a weird like whatever but yeah remember yeah. that because it was just like she didn't want to disappoint them yeah but in the process of like disappointing them yeah <laughs> I feel like the first example, like, I can remember of, like, really just, like, letting my parents down. And, like, it was, like, the first, I feel like, I mean, obviously, I had done things before. But, like, it wasn't anything that's, like, scarred me to this day. But, like, the first thing I remember doing where I knew it was a bad decision. Like, going into it, I knew it was wrong. And I Mm -hmm. knew if my parents found out, they would be so just upset. But I did it anyways. And, like, to this day, I, like, regret it because mm-hmm. I was, like, God damn it. Like, if I only I never did that. But I had I had a boyfriend who was, like, a year older than me in high school. And he lived, like, I don't know, 25 minutes from my parents' house. And his parents were, like, crazy strict. And mine weren't. So, like, when we would hang out at my place, it was chill. Like, it was cool, whatever. But, like... Uh, it was weird every time I would go over to his place but like he would like have me come spend the night at his house like on random nights but like his parents didn't know Mm -hmm. and my parents didn't know I was going over there so I would like sneak out drive my car all the way to his place and I never got caught because I would come home like at like four in the morning before everybody woke up yeah but like was it even worth it no it wasn't because (laughs) literally one time I got caught and um it was the most like scary moment of my life because my parents were like, we don't want you driving at night because like there was like a curfew or whatever. And they were just like, if you get caught, you get like a fine or something. It was mm-hmm. like when you're, it was like before you were 17 or 18, there was like a curfew or yeah. something. And so anyways, they were just so angry and so mad. And I kept like making up all of these lies. And then I just kind of, I just finally got to the point where I like told the truth and then I came home and I was just so fucking like embarrassed and like all for what? Like we weren't, I wasn't even having sex with this kid. Like it was literally just to like go sleep at his fucking parents' house. Until 4 a.m. Like that's like, not even worth so it. so dumb. Because you had to like, you had to have waited for them to like. Go to bed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was just like so stupid. And so that was like the first instance I remember being like, wow. That I could see like as a parent being like you disappointed me yeah like why would you do some dumb shit like that yeah see it's i feel like i definitely disappointed them at at times or like did or i feel like i did things that like they just wouldn't have wanted me to do but also being the youngest i got away with so much more Mm -hmm. like it also like me watching my sister um like do things that like were just stupid mm-hmm. and like my parents are really chill so like yeah. just to, like she was just doing things that like on almost like that where yeah. it's like it really doesn't mean anything and like my parents wouldn't care if they were just told but since she mm-hmm. tried to like lie about it and do all these like behind the scenes things to like get away with it like she got in trouble for like a bunch of dumb shit yeah so for me i was just always like this is what i'm doing this is where i'm going like and i was super honest with them and they were just like okay cool mm-hmm. I feel like the first time for me, like myself, so also like being the youngest one. So it's like, can't really do much wrong, you know, like, oh, I can give you a list of shit. My little brother did that. He got the right. Fucking, That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like I got no, away but I'm with saying so like much. he got in trouble for it. No, I feel like I got away with so much. But also his version of trouble. And here's the thing with my parents is like they are such understanding and forgiving people that like <laughs> the most I ever got grounded where this was like, honestly, if this was my kid. Well, actually, no. I think I got an appropriate punishment because it wasn't my fault. It was somebody else's fault. But I had never really been grounded before. Like, I got, quote, grounded for, like, 24 hours. I mean, I got grounded once for calling my sister a bitch. Oh, yeah, no. Those were just normal words at my house. (laughs) (laughs) I was, like, really young, though. Like, I shouldn't have been using the word. But I I saw it on. (laughs) I said something really bad in second grade. And I had to sit out of the school play. And it was like pajama day. The thing is, I use it appropriately. I use it appropriately. My sister wasn't. I did not. My sis- it was the morning we were going to school. <laughs> my sister was pissing me off. She yeah. was being rude to me. I think I wanted to wear like one of her shirts or something. Mm-hmm. And I remember walking down the stairs. And my mom was like, what is your problem? I was like, she's just such a bitch. And my mm-hmm. mom was like, 
Oh, hell no. No, because she was like, fuck you. You yeah. are right. So I can't even be mad. But also you can't hang out with your friends later. And yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I said, I'm going to bleep it. But I called the girl. <laughs> <on> the playground. <laughs> and then they told on me. And <laughs> and then like when my teacher asked me, they're like, hey, did you call this girl this word? I was like, no. I said she was uh dumb. Yeah. And they were like, that's not what they said. And then, yeah, I, I got kicked out of the school play. So the <laughs> first time I would say that, like, I felt like on my side that I was like disappointing my parents or I did something wrong or like whatever. Mm-hmm. It, like, because I feel like, of course, like you upset them multiple times, like between when I was born mm-hmm. to middle school. Okay. But like, this was like the first time like I remember. Um, well, there's a couple. But anyway. <laughs> I know the more I'm thinking about it, the I'm like, more I think about it, they just keep flooding on in. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was kind of a bad kid. So I wasn't bad at all. I wasn't either. I definitely got away with a lot more being the youngest. I was also very honest. Like, I also just didn't get caught for a lot of I stuff. Was, I was very <laughs> honest in my teen years. And then like, fast forward, I ended up moving back home in college and like, I kept the same thing. Like I was like, I'm going out, I'm doing this. Like, mm-hmm. and they just kind of let me live my life. That's just kind of how it always was. As long as I was like honest and upfront and like, they really just cared if I was home for dinner or not. Like, yeah. do they need to wait for me or can they eat? Like, that's mm-hmm. really all they cared about. But anyway, I was in middle school and like, I feel like every state has like state testing. Yeah. And this was like the year that in Pennsylvania we were going from the PSSAs to the Keystones and it was like they were switching how they were doing state testing. So if before you had to take the state test every single year. Yeah. From the time you were in middle school to the time you graduated high school every year to take the state testing. Yeah. But this was the year that they decided to roll out Keystones and doing Keystones meant that once you passed that subject yeah, you never good. had to do it again. Mm-hmm. So... They, they rolled that out after I finished high school. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> I was in middle school. It was yeah. like my last year in middle school. I was about to go to uh, high school. So at the time, though, they were like, this is not serious. This is actually not a state test. This is just like to see how it like all works. And it's also the first year that it was like online. Because mm-hmm. like before it was always like fill in the bubble. Yeah, I don't think <clears> I ever had like hardly like a Scantron. online test. No. In middle or high school. So we ended up, by the time I was in high school, we all had laptops and like, we oh, all yeah, used that. We so, did not. So it was like the first year, it was like the first year not on Scantron and it was in the like library, we were on the computers, like whatever. Mm-hmm. And the whole entire time we're told that these are not serious tests. They're not counting for anything. Yeah. It doesn't matter. So me and this kid next to me were like, well, fuck, if it is, if it's not real, we're going to help each other. Mm-hmm. We're going to cheat on this. And... It's probably the first time I've Which ever... Which is probably the real reason... Like, that's the main reason they told you it wasn't serious, so you wouldn't cheat. Because they're like, it doesn't matter how you did. And you guys were like, okay, so let's try to do our best by cheating. No, because it was like, let's just get this done as fast as we can. Oh, so see, if you take half the questions and I take the other half yeah. the questions, we can just trade answers and then... This is where we're different, because my in my brain, I heard that as, this score doesn't matter, so I would just go C, 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 down the whole thing. No, so we were like... <laughs> Because so that they wouldn't let us like we still had to do it a certain amount of time. Like yeah. they still wanted to take us to take it seriously, but like not too serious because it doesn't mean anything. Right. So what the fuck does that mean to a middle schooler? Yeah. I don't want to take these tests. Yeah. So anyway, that's why the first time admitting that I actually did cheat in this because I, I definitely denied it for so long. Oh but it yeah. It was like, but like you also couldn't deny it. We had like uh, scrap paper and we would just we were like legit just writing it on there. Well, the librarian decided that she was going to go through all the scrap paper and they made us put our names on them. Mm, yeah, we had to do that with all of our standardized yeah. tests. Like I turn had, in our like scrap paper. Yeah, and she sat there and went through all of them and saw that we were doing that. Mm-hmm. And then we got called into the principal's office and we both got in school suspension for cheating on fake tests mm. that ended up being real. And everybody else who passed them got to like be like never had to do them again yeah and we had to do them the next year. right because y'all didn't take them correctly <laughs> yeah. yeah so every single one of the tests we failed and which actually we did pass i'm gonna say it mm. we did pass but as a collective effort yeah two brains <laughs> are better than one yeah so <laughs> we had to retake them and i felt like that was like the first time i ever like truly would have like disappointed my parents or like upset them or like I, I was like embarrassed. Well, also probably too, like you now admitting like, yes, I did cheat. But I feel like at the time, all they wanted you to say was like, yes, I did. Yeah. And you just wouldn't. Well, I wasn't like, I didn't really lie. So at this time, like my dad was picking me up from school. Mm-hmm. So he was like sitting out there waiting for me. And like, I was taking forever. And he was like, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I walk out and I was like, my, 
at this time, the principal is already calling my mom, but I, my dad's picking me up from school. So mm. I'm in the car with my dad and I was like, hey, I'm just letting you know I got like, and it's like, it's like a very humiliating experience. Like, yeah. Hey, so I got in school suspension. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's with my dad. Like, I don't know if you had that relationship with your dad. Well, I know you did probably more than me, but like, we just like didn't have that. Like, yeah. normally car rides were silent. Mm. So like, we didn't ever really like. No, I would have gotten a nice uh probably scream session if i told my dad that. no my dad was <laughs> laughing my dad like like to tell him was more like embarrassing and humbling for me yeah but like they didn't really care because they like again these were fake tests yeah so he was like okay well thank you for being honest like whatever and my mom called him crying mm-hmm. kellen got in school suspension <laughs> we have a terrible kid not that she yeah. really said that but like i fully dis- like hearing the disappointment in her voice i was yeah. like yeah then it really set in like yeah and then my dad was like my dad was like well i know she told me like yeah whatever and my mom was like oh you're okay with it and my dad was like yeah like it's not the end of the world like she didn't kill somebody yeah and then my mom was like also she's not like a repeat offender where it's like every other week you're getting iss but i never got detention but Mm -hmm. i had in school damn so i got written up for detention once i didn't ever i didn't ever serve my time but uh, (laughs) i had to it was literally for just like having my phone out on my desk i wasn't even using it. it was like just visible and the the teacher just came by she didn't even say anything she just set the detention slip down i was like what's this for she's like having your phone out and i look around the class everybody's phone is out and i was like just me she was like well in the rest of the table and i was like okay like whatever so i just never went but my little brother did get iss once because uh my high school was ginormous like it was essentially a community college size mm-hmm. and so the parking situation was really bad like most people had to park in like back in the baseball fields were which were like a good fucking 100 yard 200 yard walk just to like the parking lot of the main yeah. campus so like it's a good walk and that's where he was parking at the time because it goes by seniority who gets the better spots and he so he was walking out of school one day and there was a staff parking spot and they have little like you know signs that go over the rear view yeah windows to like designate like okay i can park in this lot because i have like the white pass or whatever yeah it was a Jeep with no doors on it. So he just walked in, took the pass off, and then parked in that person's spot the next day. So it was so obvious, like, <laughs> you took it. You know what I mean? And in order to park at the school, you had to register your vehicle. So, like, they knew exactly whose car was that <laughs> by the license plate in the in the car. So then he gets ISS. And then that night, uh, or the night before his ISS, I was having a Halloween formal, like, at my sorority. And he was a junior in high school. And I was, no, I was a sophomore and he was a senior. Mm-hmm. So like he was about to graduate. He like just didn't fucking care anymore. Anyways. Yeah. But like <laughs> I like invited him way before he got ISS to come to this as like my quote date. So he could like go to like a, you know, like a sorority party. Like it's fun. It's Halloween. Like it's our favorite holiday, like whatever. And so he comes, gets fucking wasted. Like I have never seen this band this drunk in my life. We couldn't even go to the party. We just <laughs> like the pregame was at my apartment and like we i had to, we were walking out to like the party bus to like head to the party and i just looked at him and i was like this is a bad idea so i like turned around because he wasn't even 18 yet at yeah the time. And i was like no this is a bad idea so like i turned him around we went back home he was so fucked up like puking whatever and then my dad had to come pick him up the next morning at fucking 5 a.m because he had iss at <laughs> 7 a.m two cities over and he went to school (laughs) drunk as shit and did his ISS. And he was like, it was just such a weird experience because everybody in there, it's like they were the typical like ISS kids. And he was like, I just felt like I didn't belong. And I was like, I bet you look like you belong though. Cause you were a vampire the night before a fucking black eyeliner and like some blood (laughs) smeared on your face, drunk as fuck sitting in ISS. I'm like, I assure you, I'm, I assure you, you looked like you belong. Yeah. You, you deserved to be yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. No, Cause that's how, when I was in ISS, like it was only me and the other kid that like got it together. Mm. And it's funny. Cause like, I've seen him like when I've gone home and like, he yeah. doesn't live in at the same era either. So like, it's been like at holidays. Right. And we're always like, Hey, remember yeah. that time? Remember that time? Yeah. <laughs> but like, back when we served time together, <laughs> we did the, the D. Yeah. No, that sounded wrong. We did not fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but like, no. So, uh, but it was fun. Like, we actually like, enjoyed it. We were like, yo, this is not that bad. We yeah. got, like, cookies. We were doing, like, That's what my little shit. brother said. And like, because my brother was in there for, like, not anything really school-related, he was like, everybody else was doing, like, work and stuff. And he was like, I didn't have any assignments or anything, so I just played computer games all day yeah, we, long. Yeah, once our assignments <laughs> were done, which, like, 
if you think about it, it doesn't take very long. Yeah. Once we got all of our assignments. We were done like half of the day, and then the next half of the day, we'd either like nap. We'd yeah. like, we'd go like do redo the bulletin boards in the hallways. Yeah, like, we were just doing like school shit. Yeah, he I was like, he's like, honestly, it was pretty fun, and I made some new friends. Yeah, it wasn't really <laughs> that bad. It wasn't that bad. I feel like the next time I like <clears throat> felt pressure or like I was going to disappoint my parents, and like really, it was like a hard conversation because I didn't really know how to like bring it up start the convo yeah was when i wanted to leave college and i wanted Mm. to quit swimming yeah and i basically was taking my entire life and flipping it upside down which i tend to do that i tend to run like once i'm at a breaking point i just like tend to just like do a whole 180 and i'm like fuck it (laughs) i mean you're talking to the expert so (laughs) so like i mean it was kind of like a, a little bit of a time coming because like there was drama and other shit yeah. happening beforehand, which like is no longer relevant to my life. But like wanting to quit swimming, like I already knew I did. I didn't mm-hmm. want to swim in college anyway, but I did because it was like I made a team. Might as well. Yeah. Like, kind of thing. And like I didn't know anything other than right. to swim. And like I knew I'd make friends that way. In hindsight, I probably just should have just never Mm-hmm. and i think i would have had like a normal college experience but then i didn't so right like trying to talk to them about like not wanting to swim anymore not wanting to go to college anymore not yeah. wanting to do any of that and then on top of that i'm moving back in with you yeah is like a really hard conversation and like my dad when he was in college like he did the same thing mm-hmm. and like so i didn't think that they would be like upset but also i was like i just don't I don't know. I just feel like, I feel like that's like a big disappointment to your parents. Yeah. Cause I feel like every parent's like, Oh, my kid's going to go away to college. They're going to have the best four years of their life. They're going to get the job of their dreams. And like, you yeah. know, that's what like parents think. And I just kind of like, I think about it too. Like, and this is so dumb to think about, but it's like, I don't know. It's almost like they've told all their friends and your family about like how proud they are of you for like yeah. doing this path and like accomplishing these things and like doing all this stuff. And then when you have to go be like, look, I failed at it. Yeah. It's really fucking hard. Right. And I'm failing because like my mental health is failing. And it's yeah. not just like, oh, I got bad grades. So like I never got right, bad right, grades. Right. Like I had like amazing grades. So they're even more like boasting about the fact that like, because I was like a very, um, I don't know if you know like an IEP is, but like I had like learning disabilities mm-hmm. all of my life. So like the fact that I even went to college and got into college yeah. and was doing well in college was like they never would have thought. Mm-hmm. So like it was even more of like in my brain, like a disappointment to them. Cause it's like, I'm finally doing like really, really good in school yeah. and like accomplishing like all of these things that yeah. like maybe they didn't really have high expectations of me on, but I've set these high expectations on my own. Yes. Like, yeah. And so like, but now I want to give it all up to come live at home. And at the time, like because of I'm like sad or not doing well, which is like, also really hard combo to have with just that generation in general yes. like when it yeah. when it's not like a a physical ailment or like a i don't know like a something that actually like you can see yeah it's really hard to talk to them about that i mean kind of they stuff. definitely knew a lot of it and a yeah. lot of it was definitely a great like reason as to why but at, so at the time like talking about them it was like i i like lessened the blow by being like i think i just like I want to quit swimming. So I yeah. started there. I started with the, I think like I want to quit swimming. Steps, yeah. yeah. And like my parents are very much like, if you're going to do something, you're going to see it through. Mm. Like they're not, they're yeah. not people to like, let us quit. Like even my sister like was on this travel field hockey team and like deserved to be there. But the girls that were there were just like bitches to be mm-hmm. quite honest with you and like bullied her. Honestly, she probably deserved it because she's <laughs> kind of a bitch. So she got humbled, you know, but whatever. So, like within that like they're like well you have to finish the season like mm-hmm. you can't stop and like they, they were always just like that like no matter the situation like you have to finish it and you have to see it through so i right. was like okay like i've promised to these people at this college that i would do four years here right and now i'm taking that back so like, i just automatically was like okay they're gonna be like disappointed mm-hmm. that like i don't want to do this anymore yeah so then I like started with that and they were like, that's okay. Like, it's okay if that's not what you want to do. Because also I didn't want to swim in college. Yeah. And they kind of were like, well, what about sw-? like, they kind of always like not pushed me, but like wanted me to. Yeah. And then, then it was like, okay. And I think I'm going to move home. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, okay, well like, and I lived 45 minutes away from the school. 
So they were like, okay, well, like, are you going to commute? Are you going to take online classes at this college? Like, how yeah, are you like, going to like, plan? yeah. And I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to just like leave school. Yeah. And, but in my brain, in order to like lessen the blow, I was already like figuring out what I was going to mm-hmm. do. So I ended up transferring to like a local school because I was like, well, if I can do this, but like at the time, like I had three days to get my college application in and my transcript sent Jeez. in order to like go to that school for the fall. Mm-hmm. Cause I literally applied in August. Damn. And school started in a week and a half. Yeah. And I was like, it was bad because yeah. I was like, I, I you're like, I don't want to take a gap year either and like make this just like draw out. Yeah. The process. Yeah. So then like, because this is just how I am. If I have to present bad news, I'm going to try to figure out like, like little cherries on top. You to have like to have like the good news make it sweeter. in there somewhere. Like a little sour and a little sweet. Yeah. Like, so like it's hard to just deliver bad news with no positive. Right. So like my whole thing was. Shit sandwich. Right. You got to give them a shit sandwich. Definitely my parents didn't know how bad the relationship I was in at the time and how mentally fucking it was and how like a yeah. lot of shit happened. They know now, like, especially my mom like is very like aware of it now. Right. But a time didn't. And like so to me I was like all right, well, if I'm going to quit swimming, I have to have a different thing, that, like like a different goal. So I was like, all right, I'm going to study abroad. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. I want to study abroad. So then they were like super excited about that and everything, which like, I don't know. To me, I felt like it lessened the blow, but I still felt like I kind of disappointed them. And I, I feel like more my dad, though, because like yeah. my dad left college and like moved home and like didn't get the full college experience. And I don't think that he regrets it, but also I feel like he wanted something different for you. Right. Yeah. And like my sister loved college so much. So Mm -hmm. I feel like, I don't know. That's always like a really hard thing to like, it's super hard. My first like example of like quitting something was when I was in high school, I was on my school's dance team, but I also did like um, competitive dancing as well, which like, was way more serious like the school thing was just like whatever like yeah i don't care um but we were really good and like we were we won like the state championship every year we would go to disney world for like um nationals and like it was a big deal and like it was very competitive and i just had that was the first time in my life that i felt like i was like really out of place like every time I was there, I was miserable. I think that's kind of where my anxiety really started was like at this school dance team. And like, it was just a really bad environment for me. I was so different than everybody else that was there. And I only had like really one friend that I got along with. And like, I don't know, I, I became like this weird, like target of like bullying for like the whole team. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. And like my mom is one of those people who's always going to be like, oh, it's because they're jealous. It's because. And so like I but but I never thought that I just was like confused why. And like, I don't know, it got really, really toxic to the point where like just so many rumors and like fake ass shit was being made up about me that I walked into my coach's office one day and because we were like about to have tryouts for the next season. And I told her I was like, hey, I just want to let you know, like I'm done. And she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, I'm done. Like, you have been horrible. The team has been horrible. Yeah. This whole school has been fucking shit to me. Like, for whatever reason, I don't I don't know. Yeah. And I, I remember, like, I didn't really tell my mom beforehand. I just, like, came home. And I was like, hey, I quit the dance team. And she yeah. was like, what? And I yeah. was like, yeah. And then I, I t- explained to her what happened. And then my coach ended up calling my mom and basically being like, what's going on? Like, whatever. And then my mom was like, you know exactly, like, what's going on. Like, whatever. And then... I remember like I think my mom understood a lot better because like she's also a woman and kind of gets like the cattiness between like you know teenage girls and like they're awful and whatever but my dad like really 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 I think that was hard for him as well because it was like my sport and like even though even though I was still dancing more than ever like at my club team I wasn't doing it at school and so I wasn't on the sidelines for the football games anymore and I wasn't part of the pep rallies and I wasn't you know the stereotypical like cheerleader girl yeah. and so like I think that was hard for my dad um because also my younger brother had stopped playing football because he had all these knee injuries mm-hmm. and my older brother in college or in high school was like he was like the quarterback of the football team like Mr. Popular played like four sports and then he went to college and he played football like whatever and so I think for me and my little brother to both be like 
we're done playing sports at school. Yeah. Sorry. Like, this is That it. was really hard for mm-hmm. him. And, like, literally to this day, he has, like, photos of me from, like, state and stuff, like, in his office at work and everything. And it's, like, it's really cute. But that was a moment, too, where it's, like, my mom totally understood. Because mm-hmm. also she was, like, in the drama because of, like, the other dance moms were just right. shitty fucking people. Mm-hmm. But my dad just didn't get it. Right. And it, <clears throat> so from my perspective, too, like, in my situation like my dad understood my situation because there was other stuff outside of swimming that was happening and it was financial Mm -hmm. because it was like about like my roommate situation and that pissed him off yeah so So he like was on your side for like the leaving yeah before that reason but the rest of it i don't i think he wanted to be supportive but i don't think like it really much registered as like my mom I think understood it more in a way of that. Mm-hmm. But then also like, I'm sure, I don't know if like this was the same for your parents, but like, it's also like a weird, like we don't know really how to help you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, it totally was because like, I would, we like, love you. We support you, but like, we don't know. Yeah. Especially in that situation. Like when I was like trying to tell my dad, like the reasoning and stuff, it's like, I don't want to tell you the stuff that these girls have been telling me. Cause like, yeah. I'm your kid and I don't want you to like hear like the bullying I've received. Like right. that's like not good. Right. Like, nobody wants to hear that. Like right. especially like your parent. Like yes they want to like help you and like support you and whatever. But I'm like you don't want to hear this like nasty shit that's being said about me. Yes. Like cause that's going to hurt your feelings more than like me quitting. Team. Yeah. And nope. like I stuck it out through the end of the season. I didn't just quit in the middle. But like I just didn't try out again. Yeah. And so like I didn't leave like a bad taste in anybody's mouth. But I will never forget, like, after I announced that I was done, it was, like, almost instant of all of the fucking picking on me and everything just kind of stopped because I wasn't, like, it didn't matter anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, they were, like, oh, well, she's not going to be here, so, like, it doesn't matter anymore. And I was, like, that's just so, like, I don't know. That was, like, the first instance where I had actually been, like, bullied to the point of, like, I feel like actually understanding what bullying meant. Because I think a lot of people, like feel like they've been bullied because like I don't know somebody was like picked on their clothes or like whatever but like that was a moment where I was like this is literally like a high school movie and the bullies in those movies like that was it no legit honestly (laughs) and that's what's and this is like derailing from like our original topic yeah like for like seriously for me this past year was the first time I've been like legitimately bullied like Mm -hmm. that by like just like the cattiness and the like like girls just being like bitches horrible like i've never experienced something like that mm. than like the gym that i've gone to for like what yeah for what like legit almost like to your mom's point because of like jealousy yeah and it's like uh, yeah i don't know i literally come here i work out and i leave mm-hmm. but it was it's was so bad and like so i understand it like which is crazy the thing at like 25 years old like people still be doing this yeah to that extent like it's disgusting yeah i mean it's really gross like all of that and yeah not to derail but like it's one of those things too it's like once you've experienced it you're able to see those traits so easy in people very quickly so like for me i already knew it i already knew those girls were gonna be bitches yeah like it was just oh my god and that's why for me it's like i already know the moment i meet somebody if we're gonna get along or not because i was fucking bullied by those girls those types of girls like at a young age so Mm -hmm. it's like i already know like going into the conversation and i think that's why i have very short like patience for a lot of people because like i can tell the difference between fake nice and real nice Mm -hmm. so so fast yeah and i can tell the difference between you're being nice to me because you're around these people and you want these people to think you're like this super nice amazing person but like i know once they're gone the the bitchiness is coming out see that's how i felt <laughs> about these girls yeah i already knew it because i could already see it like i'm very like i'm very good at seeing through people's bullshit yeah and like i could already see it like the production that you put on when x y and z person is around mm-hmm. and as soon as they're gone it's like a whole a whole 180 of a human but that's like yeah. that's truly you yeah and it's like oh my god it's so bad it's so bad we could go on honestly for hours about girls being bitches yeah because it's just like <laughs> Yeah, it's I made a TikTok. I made a TikTok about that the other day, and I was like, "I've never met a guy's girl who wasn't also like a bully." No, but like the it, crazy, but, but like the girls, girls who are like at, who are genuine mm-hmm. girls, girls, like they're never gonna be just like a fucking bitch to you because no. it's like they don't care enough to like pick on you or there's nothing that they're gaining from it. No, you because know? also like the confidence that they have in themselves. Totally so taking a step back to like 
realize who they are mm-hmm. and like they're gonna support you regardless yeah. like it doesn't matter i don't care who you are mm-hmm. whatever get your back don't care yeah but like those girls yes guys girls oh my god like they uh, it's just very like immature but then insecurity the thing is, it's so in this certain situation that I was in this past year, it's like the guys just like in the situation don't understand no. how she could be, how she's acting this way or multiple of the girls are acting this way. And I'm like, because in front of them, because it's because everything they do is for male validation. Yeah. And so they have perfected the male gaze. So they're never going to see the fucking little catty, snotty, bitchy remarks that are being made because they don't show that version of themselves in front of them no and and it's just like it's and I'm, so fucked i'm up. a very honest person like to them because i'm like they're like why don't you like which is why you come off as the bitch yes because yes. you are not going to put up with somebody being like this where where it's like for them they're like no she's a sweetheart she's so nice blah 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 and it's like yeah because you're here but the moment you leave she's a cunt yes no i literally i those are the exact words i said for multiple of the <clears throat> girls in this situation yeah i was like no 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 because like if you're a nice person you don't act like this you don't switch up either like you're no. just consistently the same oh my god anyway getting back to topic because we yeah can, we digress i <laughs> think we should like fast forward to as of recent and yeah. i think me and you specifically career wise and this thing that we're doing right now was I, a big moment in our lives where we yeah. kind of like not we knew we were going to let our parents down or disappoint them or maybe embarrass them or whatever with this thing specifically. Mm-hmm. But like walking into it, I made the decision where it was like, it might at first, but I don't care. Yeah. That was the first moment where I was like, I truly do not care. Yeah. No, but also I think it's interesting because that goes to the first thing that I said in this entire episode of being like, when does it stop like mm-hmm. all the examples we had were like middle school high school college type examples so far when does the like fear of disappointing your parents stop because present day mm-hmm. we feel like we are yeah to to the effect of like yeah, yeah 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 we sit behind mics every single week we have a youtube channel that like we talk about like lewd topics that maybe yeah. aren't the most like table friendly conversations right we don't talk about we talk about really real shit i would uh, like and that's one thing I would say that my mom is like proud of is like she's like at your age I don't think I would have ever like been outspoken like that. But yeah, she actually told me that the other day. She's like I I feel like I wish like I would have been able to speak up more in my life mm-hmm. as like you are and she's like so I'm proud of you for that. But then it's also like yeah, but I'm doing it like on the internet. <laughs> like I'm not yeah. just doing you know well, what I'm saying? Like I it's think, a whole. <laughs> well, I think that's like a great point and like I actually was watching a TikTok about this the other day and it was like a podcast I can't remember the name of it but it's like two girls and three guys and they sit around you've definitely seen i've seen them before yeah and she was talking about uh there's a point in your life where you become like more experienced in certain elements of life than your parents are so they can no longer like give you advice on it because like you have like gone past what they have ever experienced and i feel like this is one example of that to Mm. where it's like i think that's why i don't care about their opinion because i know that they don't know this world i definitely think that my parents are twofold on this Mm -hmm. i think that they're happy and they're excited and they want us to succeed in it and they're proud of like the efforts that we put in because Mm -hmm. like it's different it's it's out there it's not your traditional thing yeah but i think that they're like scared in a way or like because like they're definitely like really proud no same yeah mine are as well like and they definitely like want to see it succeed but i don't think they understand or comprehend one the success that could be Mm -hmm. or two the ability to have success. Yeah, I would say like I think for my parents the biggest thing with like social media in general because it's very unfamiliar for them, right? Like I mean, they didn't even have real social media until the early 2000s and at that point they were at an age where like they're not early adopters of like 
like our parents weren't using MySpace. You know yeah. what I mean? They got to Facebook because we got to Facebook. They My dad got to Facebook because there was free Oreo coupons. Well, exactly. So it's like they're not <laughs> they're not finding their way onto these platforms. It's yeah. almost like their kids are forcing them because they're like, yeah. if you want to be involved in my life, you have to be on social media. For real. Because I'm not going to send you a fucking email no for real time i mean to be fair like when i studied abroad i had like a private page on there Mm -hmm. and if you wanted to be a part of it like that's how i was communicating with you outside of that like unless you're like my mom right sorry but yeah i feel like social media specifically for them is just so foreign that they yes they don't understand but also like i think my parents are very proud of what we're doing and very like I mean, like, my mom will tell all of her friends to, like, listen and whatever. Same. Like, she's not, she doesn't care about what we talk about. My mom tells the high schoolers at school to listen. And I'm like, yeah. Definitely could. Yeah. But also, like, just understand, like, I'm your daughter saying crude things. Yeah. So, like. So, like, maybe don't promote it too much. Yeah. Unless the cool you, girls. Unless you want the backlash. Only the cool girls. Yeah. Like, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Be but, selective. Um, I think, not that they won't be surprised if it fails, but I don't think that they're going to be like, like if it does, if this, let's say this goes nowhere. Okay. Let's say we, at this moment today, we never grow any more than we're at right now. Right. I don't think they would be surprised because they have no expectation because they don't understand the potential. Yeah. And so I think that is also why I don't really care because it's like, I can't go any lower than I'm already at with them in their expectation of this. Yeah. If, and, also, and that's sad, but it's true. And also for like the other side of you is like you have a dad who has been extremely successful in the business world. Mm-hmm. And you have in at companies that could make you hundreds of thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. And you have this like network of people even like your brothers now that could like yeah give you there was this, definitely like a path i could have you taken. an extremely secure lifestyle yeah. and to your nine to five job to this mm-hmm. you were just completely walking your own path yeah and which i think is amazing yeah. and i'm like obviously of course i'm proud of you for yeah. doing that because it's like we wouldn't have this had if you wouldn't mm-hmm. but like it's I think also scary for him to know that like your passions necessarily don't lie where his did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you following your passions, there's not necessarily a lot of money. Yeah, and, and there like, and like security, especially and, in your nine to five yeah, passion. Totally to like be made. Yeah, and I think that that's like that's been a struggle for you with him. Yeah, the past couple of years. Yeah, because again, like you easily could be working for a company that mm-hmm. you make crazy money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's a that's a thing too that I think and this that's such a privileged thing, right? To be like, oh, like I'm not going to do what my parents do, like whatever, I'm going to turn away this opportunity, whatever. And like I don't want it to come off in that way. No, 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 like, I'm not that's, yeah, yeah, no. I know I know you aren't and I and I know I don't think anybody would think that, but I also don't want it to seem like I have had no opportunity or whatever because i think a a big a big association i've always had with guilt and disappointing my parents has been on finances because i have had a lot of privilege in my life and specifically like financial when it comes to like my school Mm -hmm. like i didn't pay for that and i didn't pay for my housing in while i was in college or my graduate school really so I was always afraid to choose something that made me happy because I wasn't the one footing the bill. Yeah. And I think this was the first example of me doing that. And I was so scared to tell my parents about it because I was still, when we started this, living off of their finances. Yeah. And it was a really hard thing for me to like come to them and tell them and basically be like, look, I know you just invested in my schooling and I appreciate it, but I actually want to become a YouTuber. <laughs> um, and that was really, that was like such a hard thing to tell them. Like, and, and like, that's like the most privileged, like stupid thing ever, but yeah. it's so true. Like if you are living off of your family's money while you're in school or whatever, and like they're paying for it because they're assuming you're going to go do this. Yeah. And then to be like, jk i know i said i was gonna go work and do this and go work for this corporation and do all these things but i actually changed my mind and uh, appreciate the money but i gotta go 
But like also now I'm making like less than half that I could be making at yeah. any other corporation <laughs> with my MBA. Yeah. And um, I'm also going to do this on the side. Yeah. And not get but paid. That takes all my time. Yeah. And so I think that was a really hard thing for me when it came to, I don't know, like feeling like I let them down. But I will say like, I think they they do admire that about me because they know that I'm the black sheep of my family. Like I just am. I always have been. I've never been not like what they wanted me to be because like I definitely Defin- have, but yeah. like I definitely took a different route with most of my life than right. my brothers did. And I think like as, as much as they admire it, they also are terrified that I did that. See, I would, I could agree with my parents too. in like a different regard, like I took a job that made my parents happy. Right. I took a job that my dad legit was like, you need to work for this company. Cause in my hometown, this company is, massive almost half of our county works for this company yeah and like, it would be like a like where i'm from like walmart like working yeah. out working for walmart exactly so i mean for them they were like very like if you take this job we know you're gonna have good benefits you know you're gonna be taken care of like because right, they've watched people that they know like go through it and like literally be successful and, literally like, the ceo of my company i grew up with his daughter like we swam together we would right, hang right, out right. all the time like we were really close friends until like high school and like yeah. kind of we did separate things. But like they literally saw from literally the top mm-hmm. of this company what it could be. Yeah. And going in and doing an internship and like knowing I was going to get a car and like get mm-hmm. all these like really amazing benefits and like coming out of college in a pandemic making what I was making. Yeah. Unheard of. Mm-hmm. So like at least for our area. Um and for them, it was like the security, like you did it, like, and I, and I did what was going to make them happy. Yeah. And at the time, I can't say it didn't make me happy because it was like, I got it. Like, it's, I did what you're supposed to do. I got out of college. I got this business job. I did da, 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 all those things. But then like quickly, like mm-hmm. a fucking me hitting a fucking brick wall, mm-hmm. like realize how terrible this made me. So like. I've lived with for the past two and a half years of my three years doing this job in like guilt of wanting to leave. Yeah. But hating my life. You can't. And feeling like I can't because it's going to upset my parents. Right. And feeling like every single time I've had the conversation, like, which has been a lot. Mm -hmm. And I talk to my mom all the time and every single time. I tell her how much I hate it. I literally go to therapy because I Mm -hmm. hate it. And like, it's just because I'm trying to not disappoint them. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to make them worried. I was about to say, yeah, you don't want to like, you don't want to put any sort of pressure on them to feel like you don't have your shit together. Right. And like my parents are very much like since i don't live at home i live 12 hours away from driving from them so they're like you need to have benefits you need to make sure you're taken care of because like we can't be there like at the flip of the hat right like we need to make sure that you're taken care of and that's kind of always been this like lingering thing over my head and Mm -hmm. i'll just say it so sorry mom you're about to find out (laughs) now but i quit my job Um, and I end up getting another job. I work at a restaurant and I've been doing that and I've been like saving a bunch of money and like I have a decent like whatever a set, set aside and like I literally put my two weeks in on Friday. Yeah. And I had a conversation with my mom on the Tuesday before I did it. <laughs> and I literally told her, I was like, I'm just so done. Yeah. Like, I'm so done. Like there are so many things that was going on. I mean, grand scheme of things is the upper management in the department that I was in basically just didn't care about me as a person because I have a podcast. Well, it was like a smear campaign to like make you as uncomfortable as possible. Yeah. Like they literally tried to make me as uncomfortable as possible for months. Um, in my position, they basically just told me they didn't want to protect me out in the field anymore because I'm asking for it online because we all know that this podcast is the worst podcast in the world and I'm asking for it. So yeah, you know, and, and you deserve to be sexually harassed. I deserve the sexual harassment that I get from customers. Um, also, <laughs> there is not one female in the sales department that is higher than the position that I'm in. Yeah. And they're promoting men after only a f- couple of months. Right. Being in the position that I'm in to be making 80, 90, 100,000 mm-hmm. dollars. 
and like there's no opportunity for women that way and i got to the point where i was just like fuck it yeah so i told my mom i was telling her all of this and you know being my mother she was like you need to make sure your benefits are okay like you have to support yourself like we're not gonna be there to help you mm-hmm. and <laughs> then you have me in your ear being like honestly when was the last time you got sick like <laughs> you're not sickly you're not in the hospital what are you i was like doing? it's not like you have like a terminal illness you already got your shoulder surgery i was like if you get if you get sick i mean take a telehealth appointment i'll pick up your prescription like <laughs> run it i'm yeah i'm, I'm, I'm emily sarns today yeah exactly hello they don't ask for your id they just need your like insurance card yeah like yeah it don't matter <laughs> literally like my sister i've talked to my sister about it my sister has quit like 17 jobs in the yeah. past year like i don't know what she's doing she's in mid crisis i guess that's what 30 is <laughs> yeah but she was like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. Like, just do it. Just be happy. Like, do your thing. So on Friday, I, well, Thursday, I wrote up a whole letter of resignation. And I was very explicit as to why I'm yeah. going to be leaving this company. And here's my two weeks. And, like, there's no changing my mind. So don't mm-hmm. try, basically. And I handed in Friday. Monday, which is Tuesday. So Monday, I got a call to come into the office. And I just handed all my things in and we parted ways <laughs> yeah <laughs> so. i picked her up and uh we went to starbucks legit like <laughs> emily like legit i was like beyond standby bitch like yeah. I, cause they, I literally like my car is theirs yeah i have my own car too but like the car that i had to drive up there is theirs right so like how the fuck am i supposed to get home yeah so i had emily on standby <laughs> um and she came picked me up. She was like, do you want to go to the bar? I was like, bitch, if you would drink. I know. I'm, I was like, I'll DD you if you want to go get fucked up right now. I don't know. We can buy drugs. I mean, like, fuck. But you can do whatever you I want I can do now. whatever I want because <laughs> they already think I'm a degenerate. So might as well yeah. prove it right. Yeah. Like, fuck. Anyway, we got Starbucks. <laughs> I bought myself a fridge because I was like, yeah. fuck it. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it was. I basically did, threw my whole house away yesterday. I was like, I'm a new person. <laughs> My eyes like opened for the first time. Yeah. I was like, what is all of this shit? Yeah. Throw it away. Nobody needs to live like this. It is too crowded in here. This is why I have anxiety. Like mm-hmm. there's just shit everywhere. Not really. But like, yeah, I don't know. You like open a cabinet and you're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Here? Like what is in here? Like, I don't why need do I have 17 seven, cups. Why do I have 17 junk drawers? Like, I don't need it. So yeah. I just threw everything away. Anyway, needless to say, that's my biggest disappointment to my parents. Yeah. Is that they're about to find out on my podcast that I quit my job. <laughs> Sorry. But I decided that I need to start choosing happiness over a paycheck and that's really scary. Yeah. It's, to take a chance on yourself. Yeah, it totally is. Um, not an easy thing, especially like right now with like how expensive it is to just like live. Yeah. But it's, here's the thing. I've, been working for the past few years on very low end of the uh, income spectrum (laughs) and like although it's not easy all the time I've never ever felt like anxiety or like depression or angst over my job yeah And, and, and the people at my company are like supportive it's hilarious because people at her company laugh at my company yeah like i tell them all the tea like i literally tell them all the tea and like they're like oh my god keep us updated like blah 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 and like i was actually telling my boss today because my boss is like i feel like i know kellen already because like (laughs) uh, like we've just like what you've like talked about her and i was like yeah that's so funny because literally i told her that i was like taking off for like that period of time to go pick you up and stuff yeah. and she was like oh my god have fun tell me the tea <laughs> <laughs> like it's like there are companies like that who will like a support everything that you do yeah b like want you to win give you so many opportunities at work to like better yourself like educate yourself mm-hmm. like grow do other things and like i'm not saying like settle for less financially because like obviously that's the most important thing really yeah like you have to pay your bills but like my company has has been helping with like i brought to their attention like the finance thing and like they have you know put things into place that has given me more opportunity to like make money make more money so like although i don't have the biggest you know fattest paycheck ever like to me right now that doesn't really matter because a i'm single i have no kids i have no spouse like i have nobody to support besides myself it gives you opportunity to do things outside of work and they're supportive of you doing things outside of work which is also huge and that's something that i have not had yeah um and 
yeah, like taking a chance on yourself is hard. Um, but if you remember Kirsten's episode, I was talking to her and she was like, when are you ever going to be 25 again? Yeah. With no true responsibilities. Like I have my house, but like I also am serving and I'm going to be serving full time now, which I was talking to the girls at work and they were like, they make more than I make mm-hmm. on average a month now. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm chilling. Yeah. But like, uh, she was telling me, she was like, you're never gonna be 25 again without kids or a husband or like true, true responsibility where like you could just be like, I'm choosing me. Yeah. And her also telling me that I was like, you're right. Mm -hmm. And definitely within like the past year of like the podcast and stuff too, like because of how terrible my job is, it's ruled my life Mm -hmm. and it's taken away from something that like I love to do. And like, it's funny because like there's been so many times like after we're podcasting where like I look at Emily and I'm like, that was fun. Yeah. Like I really enjoyed that. Or like we both come in tired and then we podcast and we're like, that was, like we're amped up. After yeah. We like we love it so much. Like and our heart and our soul is like really there, but it's just hard. I don't know about for you. I'm only speaking for me, but like having that like looming thing over here because it makes me not want to like give a hundred percent. Totally. Here. Yeah. So that's really hard. And like, honestly, the past 24 hours of my life have been fantastic. I mean, she's been chilling y'all. Like she, <laughs> I mean, I knew, I knew she was living large cause I was getting texts throughout the day. <laughs> We're like planning to like go do stuff on Thursday. She's like, Oh honey, I'm free all day. I'm like, okay, well I still have to work, but I can, <laughs> I can like meet up with you at like 4 PM. Like after I get off of work, she was like, what about during, what about like during the day? I was like, well, no, I, well, I, I wasn't. I wasn't like yeah, yeah, yeah. mean in that way. I wasn't like being like boastful. No, no, but no, I was no, like, I had the whole yeah, day. You were like, because like you were like, so. like, like, I could do Thursday all day or Friday during the day. And I was like, well, <laughs> that's not gonna work for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's yeah. I've like past twenty four hours, like legit leaving there, leaving all the shit, and Emily picking me up. Like I got in the car and I was just like. Yeah, I literally said it. So she was making a TikTok. I was like, I just got out of prison. Yeah. I was in prison for three years. Literally. I got out, take the shackles off, bitch. We're living. Yeah, because that's how I felt. Yeah. Like, so anyway, this was a big like we We're all over the place in this episode. Yeah. But to be honest, like You're, at 25, yeah. I feel like I'm disappointing my parents. I'm actually terrified to tell them yeah. that I left a stable job mm-hmm. in this economy. Yeah. And I, I mean, <laughs> I think the moral of all of this story is like, you will disappoint your parents. Yes, you will. Regardless. I don't care how understanding your parents are. I don't care how much your parents support you in some shape or fashion. You're going to disappoint them. And it's just part of being I don't even, an individual. You're going to just, yeah, you're going to disappoint them. But I also feel like us as humans, we hold more guilt than they no, even a thousand feel percent. Like, I feel like your parents, like, I feel like, I mean, my parents specifically, it's like, yeah, I could tell them something and they kind of are just like, I wish you wouldn't do that. But like, yeah. it's not that deep. Like yeah. in two months, who cares? Right. I will say one thing that like, I'll say this and then I'll be done and we can wrap it. But like my dad has always told me like, don't get tattoos, don't get piercings, don't like whatever, whatever, whatever. To this day, I am terrified to get a tattoo because I feel like that man will hate me and i know he won't <laughs> and i know he'll get over it but i am so scared because i feel like he will hate me low-key okay so not that he made me feel any type of way her dad was but nothing like, but gracious but because you knew it but because i knew yeah. he hated tattoos and i have tattoos all over my body <laughs> and i am in a swimsuit like yeah. i like my whole arm is basically covered at this point my yeah. down my side my hip my back like literally my whole body i'm yeah. not covered but like they're everywhere like if you look you'll find one you're going to. yeah like it doesn't matter what i'm wearing you're gonna see one yeah and i was like fuck he thinks that i've corrupted his daughter no. <laughs> <laughs> that i have made her a degenerate and did it she didn't want to go work for walmart yeah. because of my tattoos <laughs> no like this man knows like my whole life i've been like not like doing bad stuff but it's no, like no, he no, wouldn't he wouldn't think that you influenced me to get no it. i know but no I, w- I will be i'm so serious like to this day i'm i'm be 26 in october and i'm scared to get a tattoo because of that man because i'm afraid he's gonna it's cry. so funny because there's been so many times where i'm like just come with me i know and not that you wouldn't go but you're like eh. yeah i'm like i'll go but i won't get anything and it's but i like, like want you to get something if i like i do too like i do too but also like i don't know 
I don't know. I'm like, I'm literally so scared of disappointing him. No, listen. And then I'm like, oh, I'll just get something really tiny. And then in my head, I'm like, then what's the point? Because it's your first one. Like, if you get a little tiny heart, I'm like, well, what's the point of that? Yeah, because it's your first one. But if you're going to do something like a little tiny heart, you're going to do like something else also that's tiny. Right. Like you're going to do like two little tiny ones. Listen, I've told her, I'm like, we should get 97 tattoos. And she's like, we need to be bigger. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't give, we still were born in 1997. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, this is still part of our lives. I know. But and also, you know me with like design stuff. I feel like I need to have my entire look planned out. Like my entire body amount of tattoos like that. I'm going to get my whole life planned out before I get my first one. Because I don't want to have just like random ass like like vibe that doesn't like match each other but it's going to match i know but, but because I, the thing I, is the thing is it's going to match because it's look you. at my computer i can't just do i feel like if i go i'm gonna get like 40 at one time yeah you are <laughs> extremist you are an extremist but i also feel I like i can't casually do anything no you actually i'm cannot. literally you guys literally this week i'm like bored because i don't have any hobbies so i'm going to guitar center and i'm getting a guitar and i'm gonna learn how to play electric guitar because i'm just like i need something to be obsessed no with. and it's funny too because like also like in your style too you went from like girly pop to like yeah. man yeah real quick yeah it's cute yeah it's so it's so cute and i you, don't know if i was ever girly pop with what i dressed like not when i met you but definitely i mean yeah that was like my college sorority days. yeah you went from girly pop to girly to lesbian chic yeah aunt old aunt chic but i all. Uh, I also feel like that's just kind of Gen Z, like the fashion kind of that's moved true. more towards like gender neutral. That's true, but you did it like that. Yeah. Like you would just throw your closet away and just yeah. go oh, find that, pieces. Yeah, oh, that's me. Yeah. I, no, like, and it's yeah. not bad. Like you, like I wish I could pull off those styles. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm going to stick, stick to what I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to stick to what I know. Like you did it though. You yeah. did it cute, but I could not. I'm just, <laughs> I refuse to be that person when they're like, oh, those millennials, they just can't. They they just wear their skinny jeans still and won't like part they their won't hair evolve. In the middle, yeah, you know? they won't evolve. And I'm like that will never be me. Yeah, no. I'm beyond the trends. No, I'm a I'm a still I still keep it trendy, but I'm still like keep it within the realm I know that looks good yeah, yeah, my body. Yeah. Anyway, I feel like if you got a tattoo, it's definitely gonna become an obsession because it is. Yeah. But also, I don't think that you're gonna be picking stuff that's like just not you. Yeah. Because you know, like it's not like like your computer, you can scrape those off and you knew it. Yeah. This you cannot. I know. That's the I issue. Mean, I only have one tattoo that I regret in all of my tattoos. Yeah. Only one. And like, I definitely should regret more, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'll regret them. It's more of just like, I don't think I'll pull the trigger. So because I, I'm not like ready mentally for like what I want the look to be. Yeah. The only That's one just that- how I am. I can't just like start something and not finish it. And I know it's like that's the point of tattoos. Like you can always add more. But in my head, I'm like. But I feel like I feel like it's vibe. It just depends on where you put it. I <laughs> yeah. think you're going to feel that way. I feel like if you put it in like like almost like right here above your arm, you like just do like a little something. Or yeah. Like if you, you have to have it in a place where yeah, like, like I couldn't just get a random spot because then I'd be like, it yeah. needs more stuff. If around you do it. it like middle of the arm, you're going to need more stuff around. it. Yeah. But if you do it at like an ending point on your body. Yeah. I think I actually drew on my hand yesterday. You can't see it anymore, but I got bored and I drew like a whole tattoo thing on my hand. Cause don't I do bored. hand tattoos. I feel like those are I, like terrible aging. Yeah, no, I wouldn't get one, but I was just like, I was bored yesterday and I started off with just like a little subtle one. And then I was like, eh, I ended up drawing my entire hand. I feel like if you were at an ending point though. Yeah. Like, or like a, like a, where like a ligament. I know. I was starts. Thinking, like, yeah. Or like here. Yeah, on the wrist small, or subtle. like she was so for our audio listeners, she's yeah. saying like on the wrist. Or like the inner elbow. Inner elbow. By the vagina, the right of the vagina. Yeah, or like on top of there. Like you have to do it like at yeah. a point where it's like you don't need to add more. Right. Yeah. I don't know. The only one I regret was I was eighteen and I got a seahorse on my fucking hip. <laughs> <laughs> fucking weird ass like <laughs> shit in it. And when I asked the man Is that your only colored tattoo as well? Mm-hmm. yeah i'll never do I feel it like again. that's why it also looks just like different because like all of your other tattoos like look more similar in style and then that one's just like totally different yeah so yeah i feel like that's the one lesson about tattoos maybe wait until your frontal lobe is fully developed be 21 yeah the, i got my first tattoo at 17 and it's my dad's handwriting and i did it with my sister and my mom signed off on it and then after that the rest of them were when i turned 18 yeah so like, i don't really regret that one at all mm-hmm. because it was like 
and also it was like very significant but also it was probably influenced a little bit by your sister who was definitely, also older definitely also had tattoos but my yeah. whole family has them yeah like my dad has a whole ass pinup girl on his leg mm-hmm. like his whole calf so like uh, one of my coworkers has the entire star wars saga on his arm that's ridiculous <laughs> it's crazy like it's all colored too so it's completely like it literally looks like a fake tattoo that like you like you know put the water on to get to stick like but it's his actual I mean at least it's done well yeah it looks amazing but like I couldn't imagine no I only regret that because there's also like I you know when the trend of getting watercolor through your tattoo like it's supposed to look like Mm, it's like painted yeah that's kind of low-key coming back well I wanted that and he gave me paint splatters (laughs) (laughs) he gave you Jackson Pollock he you was, asked for a cloud Monet. You got Jackson Pollock. He, he was said, so <laughs> high. He was so high when he was doing it too. I should have never. And also he had like, he was like training somebody. It was a mess. And I was sweating. It was terrible. The AC <laughs> wasn't working. It was a mess. I should have never. And I fucking hated it from the moment he finished. Mm, that's so, that's so hard too, because it's not like a piercing that you can like, I'll just take it out. Okay. So also in. like, you've never got a tattoo before. So basically what they do is like, they just have like the main stencil. And if you do anything like extra off of it, they just do it freehand. Yeah. Oh, so I've like, watched a million tattoo so like, videos. You approve the stencil. Yeah, but you're like, I don't know you as an artist. Like, how you how are you gonna finesse this? Well, I should have looked into it more. Yeah, and every, more research. That was a, that was a learning lesson. Now I like creep on people on Instagram before yeah. I go and get them. But yeah, I mean, I think if you did it, you wouldn't regret it. You might disappoint your dad, but yeah. But the thing wouldn't is, be the first time. But the thing is, though. Who cares? Right. Exactly. That's so what my sister told me this week. Who cares? If you, as long as you're paying your own bills. Yeah. Fuck it. And you're not, you know, dead in a ditch. Exactly. You're doing something right. Exactly. At least I'm not like a drug addict anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a big disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to say it. Yeah. That and like teen pregnancy. And I don't mean to be mean mm. to those who have been pregnant, but I feel like those just no, not what your that's parents- definitely like a punch in the air moment for your parents. Like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, like like I'm I know a lot of people who are teen moms and teen dads and whatever and like Yeah, but you cannot I'm, tell me that their parents were like super yeah, excited. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like your <laughs> Yay, parents, we can't wait to help you pay for your baby that you can't afford to have. Like your parents definitely weren't excited no. for you. Because it's also not the like that they've ever like thought of you to have. Yeah. Never mind the financials. Like yeah. they were like never thought Oh, you'd you have were this having life. sex? Crazy. I didn't know that. <laughs> And now you're pregnant. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wait, uh, we'll go right after this. I promise. <laughs> so I work with this one girl at the restaurant that I work at. She's so sweet. Mm-hmm. Honestly, so, so sweet. But when I first started working there, she found out she was pregnant. And not only did she find out she was pregnant, but she's pregnant with twins. Mm. And she didn't want to be pregnant at all. Like, it wasn't a situation yeah. where, like, she was even, like, yeah. trying to be. Imagine that. So she took two plan b's or what (laughs) she's still pregnant yeah Uh, she's better than me she's still very pregnant better than me and she's pregnant with twins jesus yeah that's what i'm saying like twins actually run in my family bless her heart yeah straight up because she's also like literally the sweetest person Mm -hmm. like she's so nice and like whatever but i when i i literally found out that she was pregnant with twins this weekend and i was like oh jeez one of my coworkers actually his wife just had a baby today Damn. So congratulations to you guys. Damn. But anyway, <laughs> I know that y'all have disappointed your parents. So I hope that it made you feel a little better for us to sharing stories. Yeah. About us disappointing our parents. They weren't terrible. I feel like they're average kid things that disappoint your parents. Yeah. On. And I'm sure there's some of you out there who have done crazy ass shit. Yeah. To disappoint them. Yeah. I've, I've, found never out. A, I've never been arrested. Me either. Yeah. But uh, maybe you have. Yeah. Maybe you haven't. Um, I don't know. Your story has to be different. Yeah. Because everybody's is. Yeah. But anyway, thank you for listening to another episode of Society 97. My name is Kellen Redkay. You can find me at Kellen Redkay on Instagram and on TikTok. Um, I'm Emily. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Starnzy. So if you want to watch me learn how to play the guitar, we start <laughs> posting that content on my TikTok. Uh, you can also follow the podcast on Instagram. We're at society97.pod on the gram. We are on TikTok at Society97Pod where we post clips from the show. And we have our YouTube channel where we post weekly vlogs every single Tuesday and the video version of the podcast every single Friday. So definitely subscribe over there and turn on post notifications so you never miss anything that we post. Yep. We love you guys. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.